So in this episode, we have uh, three things you should know about Eurovision, um, what's been happening in the past month, and a uh, fourth thing you should know about um, the sports world. And then we're going to get into the semifinals of the Melody Grand Prix of Norway. And so, let's start. Hey, it's the uh, Song and Dance podcast again. We are back. It's been a while. It's been about a month since we last recorded um, holidays and uh, just laziness um, would be what kept us from uh, coming here. Well, and migraines and colds. Yeah. We had plans two times to come and record and it just didn't happen. Yeah, just... uh, Mostly migraines and uh, colds. No, no, wait. Colds. It's uh, mostly colds. <laughs> we we um wanted to uh, record two two weeks ago. Cold. Wanted to record last week. Cold. So it's not the um corona virus. So hopefully, but um just a lingering bastard of a cold. Yeah. <laughs> So you, until the uh, coronavirus hits uh, us, we you are stuck with us. Yeah, we'll keep coming back. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> okay, we have uh, three things you should know about the Eurovision world. Um, three headlines that um, I think stuck out um, during the past uh, month. The number one is the Netherlands have a singer now. Um, his name is Jiangu. Uh, he, no, um, no song has been mentioned yet, but the director of the Dutch broadcasting um, broadcaster it is impressed by the song, and he said it's very touching. So it. It sounds like it could be a, a ballad, but I don't know. It's it's hard to say. There are many topics that could be touching, although generally relationships are like at the top. Yeah. So who knows? Um, number two, Albania has also chosen its song and singer, but with um with controversy. Ariana. Um, is the singer and Shy is her song. A uh, five-person jury, um, three Eurasian experts and two Albanian music experts um, voted on the song and um, this band's favorite got the highest points from the Eurasian experts but the lowest points from the Albanian music experts and so the fans favorite lost by three points oof yeah it's it's been a um during the time it was a huge topic 
of how they're like they're they are sex selecting the songs and stuff. I don't know. It's Albania. I mean, well, it seems to be a thing across different countries where their experts, like music industry experts in their country, have a very different opinion on what's good than the popular vote. Yeah. So we'll just have to see how that pans out. And the most exciting news for the American Eurovision fans is that there there is new information about the American Song Contest. Ten U.S. networks have expressed interest of broadcasting it. Um, the ten, I don't know. I I assume it's like the five big ones, like NBC, CBS, Fox, um, PBS. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would hope some big broadcasting companies would be in for it. Yeah. Um, I I assume um. Pr- Bravo is in it somewhere. <laughs> they do love their contest. Yeah. Um, the contest will span several weeks. So if you like your Eurovision going um, for several weeks, that's it's the thing for you. Um, like if you watch the um, Swiss Eurovision um, or Melody Festival and it's like that. Um, like eight songs go into a semifinal. Um, then two are picked to the final, and two go to a a um, second chance round. But I don't know if they're gonna be a. It's if it's gonna be a second chance round for the American Song Contest. That wouldn't be very typical for us. Yeah. It's typically once you're out, you're gone. Yeah. You know, it's, there's no second chances in American Idol or um, America's Caught Talent. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the contest will go through multiple cities. So, if you're in, in, in LA or New York, you know, you have a chance to see both or maybe uh, Salt Lake or, or Albuquerque, or Colorado. Colorado. No? Yeah, and then the final, the final of the this contest will be in one city, and which I have something that's not on the prep. What, but the EBU is going to see about the U.S. participating in the Eurovision Song Contest if the ratings are successful in the American Song Contest. So if we do okay on our own, they'll let us in too. Yeah. Eurovision. Yeah. Hmm. Should be exciting. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm already a little nervous about the American one. I don't know if it's going to be the winner of the American Song Contest is the tr- artist chosen or if like the big network chooses a artist to go to Eurovision because like we could have a new a new no name winner 
and then they choose like Lady Gaga or something. Right. I mean, it'd be interesting either way. Yeah. Um, but it'll be kind of interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> it sounds like we're both like ambiv like we're sort of ambivalent. We're like could be good, could be terrible. Not sure. I think it's all based on what broadcaster gets rights. Because I think if Fox is it, they could be bad. Um NBC knows how to do contests. Um CBS knows sports, so if CBS gets it, then I mean that could work to their advantage because it is a very much like structured like yeah a tournament. I'm just basing it on nothing, so it's just a rumor, not 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 true, but maybe ESPN could be in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that would be fascinating would it wind up on like network number 12 or something <laughs> um yeah i guess we'll just have to see how it pans out and like who actually gets to to structure it because i think that's really going to help determine whether or not it's successful or not yeah um it's between states so i don't know how they're gonna choose each date's um uh singer mm-hmm because in Eurovision, it's based on the country and their country's um, broadcaster. But here we have just um, just the local broadcasters. Like NBC Fox is here, but they're the local blankets. So, And I wonder how that would work with independent stations that aren't a part of the like super big ones. Yeah. Because would that mean... They might be locked out of it or would they sort of open it up to make sure that everyone gets an opportunity to put someone forward? Yeah, if if um say um South Dakota doesn't have the uh broadcaster there doesn't want to part um part take part, are they gonna be forced to take part if it's um by NBC, Fox, one of the big ones. I mean, it also might, um, I mean, if we're going by state, it depends on how states can elect their representatives yeah. also, because currently in your vision, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to be a resident of that country, basically, in order to be their representative. It depends on the broadcasters and the rules, um, but most mostly you don't have to. Really, they just get to choose whoever they... Yeah, just um in junior year, Adrian, it's different. But, ah, maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking of. So in that case, maybe it'll be a little less cute because, I mean, there are specific states that are more known for having those industries. And so it'd be like California or New York or whatever. They could get their pick of whoever because so many people live there. Yeah. But if that's not the case, maybe it'll be a little more spread out. I know. Now I want... uh. South or North Dakota to win. North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, our fourth, it's sports news, so you can skip right past this, but the 
evil empire of the Patriots have been defeated in the NFL playoffs. And now we are not going to see the Patriots in another Super Bowl. This year, year, anyway. (laughs) I mean, in some ways, I'm really happy because I I get it. The Patriots are good at football, but at the same time, but, you know. I would like to see some other people like it feels like they've had so many like wins and so many things. And it's like I, I'm always drawn to the underdog. And so the Patriots are sort of like the epitome yeah. of everything I try not to vote for. So. Um, but um, the, at the time of recording, we are a week away of from the Super Bowl. So it's between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas Kansas City Chiefs. So I don't know who I want to win there. Um I would say I'm not happy with either team. Um I hate the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback and I hate the defensive coordinator of the um, 49ers. So it's bad for me. I suspect I'll probably be going with the 49ers. But that's just because I, you know, using Indian chiefs as your mascot has a lot of connotations in America, like the United States. I just want to avoid that. So yeah. I'm a member of an indigenous tribe myself, so I'm sort of like eh, 49ers. Yeah. Well, that's our sports talk for most likely the year. Um, So no more sports talk. Um, We are now going to go to Norway, and it's the MGP final or semifinals or Maldives. Grand Prix, if you want. It's five semifinals. So five songs go to the final. But then five songs are already in the final. So it's ten songs in the final. And so five, five. Um, for the pre-selected um songs we hear them once a week um each semifinal has a uh, final list um there and they present their song and so the the public knows what they're getting in the final um if you haven't watched it yet um i don't know what you're doing um but we have we right now we have uh three semifinals. So uh winner of semifinal one is Ray Lee with Wild um uh, semifinal two Rain Alexander with one more time. And then um I can't remember her name, but her song from semifinal final three is um 
pray for me. Yes. <laughs> I almost forgot. Um, so for semifinal one, we have again Rayleigh, and we have a short clip. And that was the song that won. So what are your thoughts of uh, Ray Lee? I mean, it's definitely a catchy song. Um, it was not my favorite. I'm going to be upfront. Yeah. It was not my favorite of this particular semifinal. Um, but it, it seems like a song that will be fairly catchy. I'm not a huge fan of the lyrics, but... At the same time, I can see why people would enjoy it. It has a good beat. Um, she definitely put a lot of thought into the choreography and the look. Very interesting. So I'd be excited to see how it does when it goes up against the other songs because they are quite different. I did note she has an outfit that's very much like a Laura Croft thing, including a very long braid <laughs> that I just want to see her like whip her head around and smack somebody with her braid. That's all I want from life. Also... In semifinal two, we have um, Lisa. Um, she got second place, so she's not in the uh, final or the grand final. Um, but she had a, a interesting dance break in her song. This is an audio medium. We will post this in the notes. <laughs> True. But <laughs> based on that semifinal, I thought they were the, the producers were going to go for like every song has to have a dance break. Yeah, it was fairly consistent across the entrance that there was some sort of like we're all just going to dance in unison for just a minute type of thing. Yeah. And then also all all the sudden semifinal two and three, I think there are no dance breaks. Not that I remember. There were a few like uh like song breaks yeah. where they like stood around and vocalized, but other than that I didn't notice any dance breaks. Yeah, um uh, so do you think uh really had its right choice to the final? I think so. I mean, I, I think it's fairly consistent with other um, Eurovision songs. I think if you wanted to engineer one, it'd be pretty close to hitting all of the marks that you would normally see. I'm not sure if I would say it will make it because we still have other strong songs that it's competing against. But I don't know, Norway. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have the finalist who was pre-qualified. Um, Sandre? Sandre, um, yeah, with uh, take my time. It's modern, you know, it's something you would hear on like late night radio 
I mean, this the first one, the first um, semifinal, did seem to have some songs that were trying to capture a specific like time or like feel, and so this was fairly consistent with that. Um, but it it was upbeat, poppy. I can see why it went to the finals, and they were definitely a polished group. You could see that yeah. they were very used to like dancing and performing together. So, do you think that it was? Um, worthy of enough to go straight to the final. Um, like if if it was in semifinal one, would it be just worthy enough to go tr- straight to the final? I mean, it's possible. It it also has a fairly polished feel. It reminded me a lot of uh, previous entries and popular music. Um particularly around like the late 90s yeah so I, I think it's it's possible that it could have um but it, it is a little bit retro so I, I worry a little bit if it had to compete with other ones do you think that the jury to uh, made the choice to send him just straight to the final did you think they made a mistake of not choosing Ray Lee and putting him in qualified so personal opinion because i already stated that Rayleigh is not my favorite yeah i think this one's definitely better like i could see it definitely if it was competing head to head with yeah. her coming out on top so yeah okay um so we go to semi-final two with rain and alexander which i think right now he has the best song out of all the uh, finalists, so. Yeah, it definitely has like the vibe of previous like dance songs that have won Eurovision. It has like that hard beat and the the vocalization. It doesn't hurt that I'm all about the gimmick, <laughs> which um, for those of you who maybe have not seen this, uh, there's a bit of a Viking feel. He's definitely dressed in like furs and leather and the dancers all sort of look like pirates. Um, Lots of fog machines. At one point, he opens his hand and there's fire inside. Oh, yeah. It's very gimmicky. But I, I kind of dig it. I, When we were watching it, I actually sort of cheered a little bit. I was super into it. So, Like I said, he, I think he, right now, I know it's like two semifinals to go. So uh, eight more songs to listen to. But um, we haven't listened to it yet. But he has the best song uh, of all the songs that have been released. Um, and the gimmick is Eurovision Perfection. Um, two years ago, like two, three years ago, um, Denmark sent a, a song and he had the, the uh, Vikings gimmick. And boy, did people go crazy over him yeah his song was good but like the gimmick 
was less just. So it seems like he realized that this aesthetic really worked for him. Yeah. And if, he brought it. Yeah. If you're like in your in Vikings country or Vikings area, the gimmick of being a, a, a Viking is... So it's cultural, like you, yeah. you identify with it. Yeah. That's interesting. That's cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even now, I want to hear more of it, but we have to go to these the other songs. Power on, Michael. Yeah. Um, she did not make it to the finals of the semifinal. Yeah. But she... She, if she didn't, compl- um, was in this second semifinal, I think she would have maybe got to the final in any other, um, contest. Um, her song is modern. Um, it's catchy. I mean, it, it's a earworm. I've been. It's been playing in my head for about the past week and just randomly. So, yeah, but by far, this is the one that has had the most staying power in the deepest parts of my brain. Um, I, I, I'm i a little torn on it because I really think it benefited from like I've heard it um, like her official studio production. And I think it benefited from a little bit of polishing rather than a live performance. Which might be why she didn't do as well as um, possible. Yeah. But um, should we not keep them in suspense? Should we tell them what this is? So, this I I say it's the second best song uh, out of <laughs> all the songs we have heard so far. It is "What About Mars." How about Mars? Yeah, um, by Jaeger. Or. Um, Google Translate says it's also Hunter. So, yes. Yeah. How about Mars? How about Mars? How about Mars? Gonna take you on my starship. Boy, you know this ain't around. I deeply enjoy the sound effects. It's a earworm. Um, yeah, I wonder sometimes if I have a bias towards electronica. Yeah. Same. But it, it's one of those things where, like, the beat catches you. It does really well. Um, it's a little bit weird, but also kind of cool. And it's definitely catchy. Like, the lyrics stay in your head. Yeah. I mean, we were at um, dinner about, like, two days ago, and I was just going... What about Mars? <laughs> all, all the time in my head, I was just asking myself, what about Mars? Yeah, it's become sort or of a how? thing where we'll just turn to each other and say, how about Mars? <laughs> it was, if it was a different year or a, um, she wasn't against like strong um, songs, I think she could have, Maybe one to represent Norway. Yeah, I definitely think it's a strong song. So I'm a little bummed it's not going forward, but I still think uh, one last, one more time, one last time is probably a little bit stronger just because of the overall performance. Yeah, 
one last time, yeah. Then we have the um the pre qualified finalist. Um Derek and Emmo Is it Diedrich? D Diedrich. Um and Emmo So Is it Soli Tangen? I'm literally just pronouncing it as literally as possible. Literally, literally, literally. I don't know. Anyway, um they are they are brothers and they are also pre qualified for the final and we also had the chance to uh, hear the, their song. So I mean, it has like a '90s feel for it. It's hard to pinpoint. It just doesn't feel, even though it is fairly modern. It there's something about it that just doesn't feel as strong. Yeah, it is clearly a very polished, like studio produced song. Like, and the brothers, they have good voices. Yeah, they're um, both uh, opera singers and. Diedrich, um, he uh, represented Norway with a uh, in two thousand and eleven, so he has Eurovision experience, but it's not it's not um, just it's not here. I don't see the Eurovision experience. I mean, he got last place in two thousand. 2011 so I don't know maybe it's like too clean compared to the other songs I'm not sure there's just something kind of that feels a little shallow about it I'm not yeah I'm not sure why and um, the um the live with the live performance it, it's weird I know it it sounds like a love song but it that's on uh, on stage, it doesn't sound like a love song to, like someone else. Yeah, it sounds like a love song between two brothers. Yeah, yeah. So, could be a fault with the performance. Could be a fault with the song. We're not sure. We just weren't feeling it as strongly. I I almost wish they had gone with opera because they're the uh, video that they showed following up. To the performance really put a strong emphasis on their vocalization skills with the opera genre. So I was a little disappointed that it was more like straight pop than it was like it didn't allow them to flex those skills. Yeah. Um. Do you think the jury got right and had them go to through the final instead of um one last time or? Yeah, let's how put about. it this way. What a, like how about Mars could have made it to the final instead of them? Deeply bitter. Or <laughs> or one last time could made it instead instead of them, then how about Mars could have beaten them and got to the final? 
Either way. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't feel that this was a strong, like, automatic entry into the finals. Yeah. Um, now we're on uh, semifinal three. We just watched this. Um, um, we can you can see all the the songs and all the performances on nrk.nl. Um, just search um M M G P twenty twenty, and it'll it'll take you right to the um page. Um, but now our winner of semifinal three is um Chris Kurt Christian? It's Kristen. Kristen is it Husoy? Husoy? Who say? Say. Yeah. Um with the song Pray for Me. As I said, as we're uh, coming in, it sounds like a Adele song. It really does. Um, it has that genre, um, especially Rolling in the Deep Yeah, and yeah. Rumors. Like those particular songs feel like they heavily influence this one. Yeah, with the clapping and the uh, just the ca- clapping. I mean, she, yeah, the overall makeup. Yeah, she said it was like she describes her song as a pop song with a little bit of soul and gospel mm-hmm. which also describes um rolling into deep and um rumors so yeah um so yeah it has a very familiar feel just because adele is so popular yeah but it is definitely catchy yeah being i i had a uh a uh, theory in on semifinal two, where they, the, the producers who chose who goes into what sem, um, semifinal, they chose one last time to go to semifinal two, and have it be the strongest song. Um, I would say. It's the same for this one or semi, um, semi three. Um, it it it's not my favorite. Um, you know, it's not how about Mars. It's not one last time. It's not wild. It's just it's a average song. And but mo- most of the songs in semi um three were average. I also feel like they were more genre related than some of the other ones, which were more consistently pop and electronica. Um, this one also had a country band that they were competing with in the the fight, the like the finals of the semifinal. Yeah. Um, which I actually was a little surprised that it didn't go through, but at the same time, I do know that country is sort of hit or miss. Some people have a very strong like negative reaction to country as a music genre. And so it's possible that that just played into that. Well, the uh, country group group were or are uh, pretty popular in um, 
on uh, in Norway. Um, I know they all they during the broadcast the the uh, hosts always went to oh yeah you got fourth place but the singer was took part like three times and he got fourth fifth and I think six. So um, overall really popular in country but just quite, can't quite make it yeah um to Eurovision. Sweden is like um or um Norway is like Sweden where they have a um a uh, song that it's not pop. It's like country or um jazz or country really or um um rockabilly. Um but the audience eat eats it up always. Um, so I'm so surprised that the audience didn't um, so say that you know go to the final. They chose this song. Well, I'm I'm wondering if it was a love it or hate it situation because so for those who end up watching the the finals, they have an emoji. Um, oh yeah, like ranking system where in the audience you can rank. Sort of like a meh face emoji or a thumbs up or a heart for you love it. And uh, the country one, which, what what was it called? Do you remember? Uh, all I, I, I don't know how to pronounce the uh, first um, word, but the last word was do, which is you. So um, it was dear you. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I think it translated to something like dear friend or dear you yeah, or something. Dear friend. Um, no, dear you, dear friend. When will I see you again? Yeah. Um, but uh, when they, at the end of each song, they do what we have been referring to as the emoji vomit, where they basically blast all of the emojis across the screen like confetti. And that particular song consistently had like all hearts or all meh faces. Like, so yeah. I don't know how to describe this, <laughs> but it, it seemed like people either like really liked it or were sort of ambivalent about it. And a uh, song that I thought were was going through because he was in a boy band, so he had some name recognition, was um, Alexander, but it's... Alexandru seems right. Alexandru, I think so. Um, with um, second best tale of 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 the comp of the contest. Um, pink jacket. I got my pink jacket. Spend my paycheck on this, so I'm out of money. It definitely has a feel of like a successful polished song. Um, I think the only thing I had like feedback wise was sort of like, oh, like the most commercial of commercial songs. Yeah. But we joked that all he needed to do was say um, sponsored by Macy's or something. Some other department store or fashion like website. Um. (laughs) Because it is, it's literally a song about how he bought a jacket and now he has all the confidence in the world. And I'm like, good for you. 
that's a solid pink leather jacket, but it did it, it felt a little too commercial in the literal like you're advertising something sense. Yeah. Aside from that, I, it's a decent song. I mean, I can see why the public then choose it to go through. Um, he wasn't going to do anything either way. If he made it to the the grand final, um, I don't think he would do anything um, scoreboard-wise. Scoreboard you know, just bump five, maybe two. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's... Uh, it doesn't seem like it'd be a really strong entry into it. It's definitely... It feels like a, a solid, like, polished song on its own. I also wonder if he's suffering a little bit from boy band syndrome. He only says it's been about a year since he quit his the band he was with and went solo. And sometimes people can judge a solo artist pretty harshly if they're previously from a boy band. So Yeah. I mean, not everyone can be uh, Justin Timberlake. So. Yeah. True facts. So then we have... Um, the pre-qualified finalist, um, Akari, I think that's how you say it, Akari? It looks like a Kuvi to me, but... Mm. Um, with a song, um, some, some do our... Now, when we were watching it, um, we have, we if you watch it on uh the uh, show on a uh, Google Chrome, you have the uh, option of having the subtitles translated into English, which is good, but also very bad. And if you were in school and your teacher said, please don't use Google Translate to uh, translate your uh, like second language um, homework. Yeah, it, this is a good example why. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only two lyrics stuck out to me. To me, um, to stuck out to both of us um, was "Owls in the Marsh." Yep, uh, "Owls in in the Marsh," and then something about um, shit. Shit in the bag. Yeah. So. It seemed to have trouble with a specific part of the lyrics where she was talking fairly quickly. It did okay um, with some of the other lyrics that were part English, but it I imagine it completely missed the mark with those. I have no way of knowing because I don't speak the language, but I, considering the topic of the song, which is about like dating on via like apps and sort of yeah. getting to know someone, I don't think Owls in the Marsh. <laughs> Was the appropriate translation for that particular lyric, or um, shit in a bag? So it's <laughs> it's fifty fifty. Um, if you know 
we couldn't find a translation online. I tried looking also. Um, you know, it just uh, just got released. So um, who knows when the uh, actual translated lyrics are going to be released. Um, hopefully soon. Um, you know, um, if if Google thinks it's owls in these marsh and shit in the bag, then that's what you're gonna get with if you translate your the lyrics in Google Translate. So shame on you, Google. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if YouTube would do better. They have their own algorithm when you upload the videos. Who knows? So it just the, didn't translate. It yeah. just says I can't owe. <laughs> all all um, uh, YouTube said was music in brackets, and then I can't. Yeah. So lyrics to come. Hopefully, um, based on the winning song of semifinal three, I think that this song is um, worthy enough to go just straight to final. For sure. Yeah, I can totally see why this went on on its own merit. Um, it's definitely strong, very catchy. Um, yeah, I'd see compared to this particular semifinal, it's definitely like one of the stronger songs, probably the strongest. Yeah, um, of the uh, three pre-qualified uh, uh, songs, do you have a favorite? I honestly think this is my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. Um, of all the songs that have gone through, what is which is your favorite? Um, I mean, one more time. Special place in my heart. <laughs> um, and I I actually think this one might be the Somme de Ur. Or hmm? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Kuvi song oh, yeah. is, is one of the stronger ones, too. Um, I mean, I also liked How About Mars. Those, are, like, those seem to be my like, top three right now as far as, like, all of the songs in this contest. Yeah. So I'm thinking I, I have to go with one more time. I so so far. So far. I really, really like it. So far with um uh three or six songs known or we we have listened to. Yeah, we I think we agree about one last time is has to be the uh I think it has to be the favorite to uh in the in the betting odds to uh go represent Norway and I wouldn't be bad. Um yeah when thinking about sort of like future staging even because I think visuals can be such a big part yeah. of the final contest. I definitely think one more time and um some do R. R. Some do R. Are probably the ones that could 
really make an impact on stage also. And um, I'm hoping that the um, Norwegian public doesn't um, screw them over. Um, they have in the past. Um, to be fair, we don't know about eight of the other songs. Wait, how many? Um, so we have two more finals and, and then two, two more. Um, so yeah, four. Yeah. So we don't know four more of the songs. Or um, we don't know two Peacock Fires and we don't know eight of the semifinals. That's also true. Yeah. So, yeah. Because the ones that go forward aren't necessarily the best ones sometimes. Yeah. In personal opinion. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll just have to see what comes next. Yep. Um, and I think that's going to be it for um, this episode. Um, when we record next time, we will have the either the semifinal one or um, no, um, four or five or both. Then we, also we have Sweden's um nas national final um is starting up so you know um Eurovision national final season is already on on the way um yep we're just gonna have to keep an eye on what countries are having their finals and what songs are actually available to the public to hear yep um and then I think we're gonna do a mini episode, so it won't be an hour long. About um, just be viewing each song that a uh, country chose. Um, you know, um, as I said, um, Albania has their song. I know. I think two more countries has has their song, but I wouldn't know that for sure. At the time of recording. So stay tuned for more news. Yeah. So, um, yeah, join us next time um, for three things, um, headlines in the Eurovision world that I think you should know. Then um, that would be it. So we will see you next time. And um, hopefully nothing, Norway doesn't show us any song stronger than one last time i mean I'd, I'd be interested to know what song could possibly be stronger than one last time or one more time yeah i mean it's becoming a um fan service um podcast for about one last time <laughs> but really we really love the song and the the, the uh, gimmick is so good it doesn't seem like it should work, but it does, you guys. It really, really does. And even though it's a gimmick, it doesn't seem like it's a out there gimmick. You know, it's not um, someone saxophone man of um, in uh, 2010. There, it's not. Um, yeah, flying the flag. Yeah, it's not <laughs> flying its flag. It's not a joke entry. It's a actual entry which has really good staging.
It's if, solid. Just watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, whoever came up with the staging of, of One Last Time, give that man a raise, please. Well, hopefully if they get to Eurovision, they'll get some recognition. Yeah, so... So uh, we will see you um, next time. So uh, have a uh, great uh, night, um, day, or whatever. Um, so. Bye.